we did the unthinkable. We traveled. Hello, this is Karen. And this is Kevin. And And this this is is Right From from Us. We did what? We we grabbed life by the short and curlies and we traveled. We dared to travel. That's almost unheard of nowadays. So aren't you afraid of dying? (laughs) That sounds terrible. We shouldn't laugh at that because some people have died. But um, no, I am not actually. I am determined to live my life and accept whatever risk is thrown at me. Do you have a sore throat? I do not. Do you? No. Do you have? Are you? Do you have a fever? Nope. Do you? Hmm. Do you have body aches? Nope. Something must have been wrong. You didn't really travel. We didn't really travel. Have you lost your sense of taste or smell? No. No. Have you been tested for COVID in the last two weeks? No. (laughs) That's what's asked us every time we check into the hospital. Whenever I go to work every day. Have you been tested? Really? Yeah, they take my temperature and they ask those questions and they ask if you've been tested for COVID in the last two weeks. Of course, my answer is always no because I'm not going to be tested for COVID. There are so many false positives and the the tests are just completely unreliable. Yeah. It's just really just turning out to be a complete scam. Well, government is just a big government, big government. you know, take money from the government type of thing. Well, they have to pad the numbers somehow, make it look worse than it really is. Yeah, did you see this story from Nashville where the 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 mayor lied to the public about the how um, how good the numbers were for the coronavirus, and if the if he had actually told the truth about the numbers, they would have been able to open all the restaurants and. You know, carry on life as normal, but no, he he withheld that information from the public so that he can continue to keep keep everything shut down. That is despicable, and it should be criminal. He, he should really he should be prosecuted. Why why isn't he prosecuted? You know, I I said <clears throat> I saw some article too where they were thinking about they were trying to oh I know what it was they were trying to bring criminal charges against the mayor of Portland for allowing the riots to go on for so long and not, you know, insisting on law and order. So I think the same premise should apply to these people that are... Yeah, uh, you know, the news media was all up in arms when uh, President Trump mentioned that he had downplayed the virus. So why why isn't this guy being prosecuted for upplaying the virus? Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's (laughs) a great point. And what's the difference? Right. It's... This is worse. I mean, you, he's destroying people's lives, their livelihood. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go on a rant about that. I know. Anyway. Well, and again, just for the record, we're not saying that COVID is false. We're not saying that it's not a disease. And we're not saying that some people have actually truly died from COVID, though the actual numbers are like, what was it, 6% of the, of the six, total death? 6%. So we're not saying that. We're just saying that the reaction to this disease was overblown to the point where no one knew how to backtrack and get back to normal, and then it became political because it's an election year, and they thought, yeah. oh, this it, is a great opportunity. It, it was overblown and continues to be overblown. Right, to make tr- President Trump look bad and hopefully not be reelected. So, anyway, back to traveling. 
So yes, we just got back from a trip to Florida. So let me start at the beginning here. So at this time, we were planning on being on a cruise uh, to Northern Europe. That this was is our, our, our 30th anniversary year. Yeah. So we wanted to do something special. And so we had booked this cruise last September uh, to tour Northern Europe on a cruise because Kevin and I are big cruisers, as you guys probably know, if you've been listening for any length of time. And um, I was fully convinced in April, you know, about a month into this, I thought this, there's no way we are going to be able to go on our cruise. This is going to be blown over by then. It's going to be fine. Well, no. So we, but we did clean. We did clean. We never canceled. We thought surely, surely we're going to get back to a place yeah, where it's normal. You know, back in, back in uh, <clears throat> March and April, we were, th- we were thinking this is just going to be gone in about a few weeks. I really, when it first started, I thought, well, this is going to, this is just going to blow over like everything else in a couple of weeks. You know, the news media will be on to something else, but no, this one. Well, you know, we'll flatten the curve as what was originally planned, you know, make sure that the hospitals don't get overrun by cases and then we'll get back to normal. I mean, it won't be normal, normal, but it'll be, you know, somewhat normal. And then gradually it'll just kind of dissipate, but know that 15 days to slow the curve ended up being now what six months and running right so shocked i was just shocked because i was completely 100 percent convinced that this was going to be over by the time our cruise started but nope the cruise lines had to cancel which this goes way beyond covid i mean it's now become politicized and i mean now the cdc is trying to basically control what the cruise lines can and cannot do and it's just it's become a huge thing now again overblown i don't know that anybody knows how to backpedal and to go back to normal well you know the cdc really hasn't come up with any 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 solutions for the cruise lines or any um procedures or anything to even open to even think about opening Aren't they talking about, once again, getting the government involved and doing some kind of government regulations for the cruise lines? Yeah, which there, there was something with Steve Scott. Steve Scott? I have no idea. And Marco Rubio, the senators from Florida, which, you know, I... I, I mean, on one I hand, I get that. it because they're wanting to get these industries back up and running because they're important industries to the states that, you know, have these peers right. and, and it's travel industry um, income and that kind of thing, but... But on the other hand, government, I mean, can you think of one government program that's ever been efficient and has done what it's been proposed to do? Yeah, here Never. we go. More government government regulations. Yeah, more red tape to cut through and to stifle the creativity and the productivity of these industries. So anyway, I mean, it all, we hate to keep going back to politics, but it all stems it, from it, politics. It's, it's pretty important. I mean, it, it affects your lives. Yeah. So anyway... Anyways, our cruise was canceled. So our cruise was canceled, and um, we're opting to hopefully, fingers crossed, use that money for another cruise next year. I mean, I say, well, oh, surely this will be fine well, by we next got, year, we got, but I don't know. We got cruise credit. I mean, the cruise line gave us credit, right. a, a 125% credit for our next cruise. That's yes. pretty pretty nice. Yeah, which we plan on using that, that little extra we're going to probably use toward specialty dinners because those do not come with the price of your cruise. You have to pay extra for those. So we never do those because we're cheap and we don't pay that. <laughs> 
but we might we might do that. That's kind of fun to think about maybe having like a really nice steak dinner or something one night. But anyway, so that's the plan for now is to hopefully book a cruise next year and be able to use that credit. But anyway, since our cruise got canceled, we we said, well, we want to do something this year. I mean, for a couple of reasons. Well, one, and, and we were, okay, go ahead. One, I mean, we wanted to get away and have a vacation together because, I mean, as everybody does, because you work hard all year long, you want to be able to cash that in and go enjoy yourself for a little while. So we were looking, we were thinking about what, what can we do? What can we do? Oh, let's go, let's, let's go to Bermuda. Yeah. Well, here's why. Okay. So first, yes, because we wanted, we thought, well, you know, we haven't had a beach vacation in a long time. We used to go to Florida like every year with the boys um, and it was so much fun and it was relatively cheap vacation. And then we discovered cruising and we never looked back. We just loved cruising so much. We get a bang for our buck. You get so much, you know, with the price of the cruise. We never looked back. So we thought, well, you know what? We haven't been to the beach in a long time. Let's go to Bermuda because we've cruised there before. And Bermuda, if you've never been, I highly recommend you go to Bermuda. It's one of the most beautiful beaches. Pink pink beaches. I mean, we've even been to Hawaii. And I think they're even way more beautiful than Hawaii beaches. I mean, Bermuda is stunning. And and not just that, but just the... The people, yeah, and it is just it is, it really is wonderful. It is. It's a wonderful place. The people are super nice and sweet and accommodating, and it's just it's just a great place to go. So we wanted to go to Bermuda. Well, what kind of shot that down was well, a couple of things. First of all, my travel restrictions with the hospital. They said initially they said you couldn't travel. You couldn't go on a cruise. You couldn't travel outside the U.S. or New York because at that time, New York was a hot spot. So I thought, well, and then the consequences of going ahead and doing that was when you came back, you had to be tested for COVID, which, again, I'm not doing unless I'm being forced to do so, which I guess in that case would have been, um, and that you had to quarantine for 14 days. Well, no one has time to be off work for 14 days or use your estimated time off, your paid time off for 14 days. So we thought, well, we can't do that. I, I can't do that. These restrictions are really just I destroying know, right? the travel industry. And, right. you know, did you hear, not to um, count on the same thing, that, you know, the CDC a few weeks ago c- came in and said, well, you don't need to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but now they've come back and said, well, yes, you do. Oh, they changed it? Oh, I didn't realize that. Wow. Actually, no, scratch that. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of the... Um, the thing where they said you don't need to, you should not be uh, testing if you don't have symptoms. Oh, they, they came out yeah. and said that. Yeah. And and now they reverse themselves and say, yes, it's it's good to go ahead and test. Well, that's one of the big reasons why everybody's so frustrated by this it's whole just, COVID thing. It's so inconsistent. They keep changing their stories. And again, let's be completely fair. I understand because they're dealing with something they've never really dealt with before. But I also think these inconsistencies are, again, tied to political reasons um because you know they they have this this gold nugget opportunity to potentially force president trump out of office but because you know it makes everything look bad it's his fault blah 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 orange man bad but um anyway so back to the restrictions so then the hospital eased up on that and said okay fine you can go to new york you can go anywhere within the u.s but you cannot go outside the u.s and so, again, Bermuda was out. We thought, okay, well, we'll just pick some place inside the U.S. to go to. So where do you want to go? Side note, 
um, even if we, even if those restrictions had been lifted and we, we wanted to go to Bermuda, we wouldn't have been able to because Bermuda and a lot of these outside countries are not allowing U.S. citizens to they enter. They are not allowing us to Because Americans. our cases have risen, right. because of the, the bloated um, numbers. numbers that have been reported. And so, again, it's just ultimately hurt the travel industry and Americans, really, from doing what they want to do. So, anyway, so we go back to our plans. So where do you want to go? Well, you know what? We haven't been to Florida in a long time. We've got, we, um, we have a credit card that earns frequent flyer miles, so we never really have to pay for our flights. So we could pretty much go anywhere we wanted to go. We didn't have to think about that aspect of it. So we thought, you know, we haven't been to Florida in quite a few years. Let's go down there and just hang out on the beach for a little while. So what made us choose Clearwater, by the way? Uh, well, that's a good question. You're the one that chose it, so I'm, I'm not sure. I think I we heard. Were, we went to Travelocity. Well, but I think I heard somebody talking at work about how beautiful Clearwater was. Oh, I remember we went to St. Pete's Beach on one of our vacations with the boys. And I remember thinking that St. Pete's Beach was just gorgeous. And then I thought, well, Clearwater's close by. Let's, let's check that out. So anyway, that's kind of how we chose Clearwater. It was a little random, but... But yeah, we went to Travelocity. Actually, that was your idea. Great idea, by the way. Because I was just going to book it from, you know, like Hotels.com. Yeah. yeah. and Well, actually, you had chosen some hotels from Hotels.com. And it's like, well, we need a car, too. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like, just let's go to Travelocity yeah. and see what kind of package deal we can get. I'm and it turned out that we got oh my gosh. the hotel and the car got an for amazing the price deal. of what we were looking at, just the hotel. Yeah, I'm so glad you suggested that. So I that always forget really about good. Travelocity. So we went to Travelocity, we looked it up, got a fantastic package deal on our hotel and Not car. to say that Hotels.com isn't also right. awesome. It oh, is absolutely. awesome too. Absolutely yeah. it is. But we just, we needed a car in this instance, so we went ahead and did that. Okay, so we, we, tra- we booked it through Travelocity, um, got a good deal, felt pretty good about it, and so then we just had to decide like when to go, which obviously we had already planned on taking some vacation at this time anyway, because of our cruise, it had been canceled. So we went ahead and booked it for this time period. And, but we didn't really want to stay a whole week because due to work restrictions for you, um, and you know, we just, let's be honest, a beach is great, but being on the beach for a whole week. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not nearly enough. It needs well. to be more like a month. <laughs> I know you think so. I get a little tired of it. So three days of beach and I'm pretty much done. So we, we booked it for that time period and we just got back from it and it was amazing. I know. And I felt so sorry for Kevin on the way back. You look like a sad little boy because you didn't want to leave. I do not want to come home. So anyway, on on a we were down there uh, and Hurricane Sally was in the Gulf. Yes. So we were, you know, I've always wanted to be in a band, but not in a hurricane band oh of gosh. rain all week but i'm bumped yeah <laughs> it well was, it wasn't i mean it just sprinkled most of the time you know honestly we were very lucky because we were on the outskirts of sally so it could have been absolutely pouring on us the entire time we were there however and it did rain on us pretty heavily on sunday when we first got there but then it let up Monday and Tuesday, and it basically, I mean, it sprinkled a lot, but it was a sprinkle. There was no lightning or thunder or anything and like you know, that. It, it, it rains every day in Florida right. anyway. So, And actually, they, it was really very nice on the beach because it was it was overcast. You could still yeah. see the sun through the clouds, and right. it, was, it was cooler. Right. 
and you were still getting sun. Yeah. It, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was it was very pleasant. It was nice. Uh, so we got to sit on the beach for several hours, both Monday and Tuesday, and enjoy and, it. And it wasn't crowded. No, it wasn't. It was really nice. It was nice. I mean, there were people there, but nothing like it would normally be if it was a sunny, you know, normal time period. But yeah, it was it was fantastic. And we literally went from our hotel room to the beach, which our hotel was across the street from the beach. It wasn't on the beach. It was across the street. But, you know, it was literally across the street, so it took us minutes to get there. It was awesome. It was good. And something else I really liked about this hotel, too, is on the outskirts of Clearwater. So it felt like we Clearwater were part beach. of the locals. Yeah, Cl Clearwater Beach. So it felt like we were kind of part of the locals. And it was very quiet. There wasn't a lot of traffic down where we were. And it, we will definitely be going back. It was, it was a very relaxing experience. Yeah, I, I want to go back there. You know, it, it seemed like also like the prices were just normal prices. Yeah. Like, you, you know, when you go to a vacation spot, typically you just get gouged. Yeah. Pr Price-wise sure. on everything. And it seemed to seem like it seemed like everything was priced normally. You know, the eating places. Right. Uh, it's actually, it's in some ways cheaper than being at home. Well, yeah, I mean, that's our biggest challenge whenever we go on vacation is food because... And that's like the main reason we stopped going... Yes. And started going to cruises yes. is because of the food. Right, because it, I mean, if you have to eat out three times a day, you know, for a whole week, that gets pretty pricey. And Kevin and I, neither one of us are foodies. I mean, we don't really care that much about food. We just eat to, you know, function. So we don't want to spend a lot of money on food. We have no interest in going to restaurants and eating out and spending like 50 bucks a pop, you know, for each meal. That's ridiculous to us. So, you know, this room that we had rented had a kitchen and it was fantastic. We bought some groceries and we ate breakfast and lunch there. We ordered pizza one night, made it last for three days. I will not be eating pizza anytime soon. I'm so burnt out on it. <laughs> but I mean, it was, it was super cheap. And then the last night we were there, we ended up um, eating at Taco Bus, which was fantastic. It was a place downtown Clearwater. And uh, we got a lot of food for, for vir virtually not a lot of money. And it was it was really good. It was good. We're definitely going to be doing that with a kitchen, too, because if you can buy groceries, then that'll save you a lot of money. Because, again, you're there for the experience. You're not really there. Well, for us. We're not there for the food. Now, I know a lot of people like to go out and eat different places and experience different things, but we're just not, we're just not into that kind of stuff. To me, it's like I might as well just stuff a $50 bill in my mouth. It's just not worth it to me, but I don't know how you feel about it. I'd like to see that stuffing a $50 oh, bill. Oh, that's gross. And plus, I mean, that just makes me gag because dirty money is so dirty. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it was really fun. Um, I mean, the traveling was was pretty normal. And you yeah. don't have to wear a mask, which is not that big a deal. I don't mind it. You're you're that close to people on the plane anyway, so you, I, I don't mind wearing a mask. The the as far as the they, they don't do the drink and snack service on the flights. Yeah, that was that took us a little by surprise. We weren't which expecting I don't, that. I don't really care about that anyway. Yeah, to tell you the truth. I it's mean, to be honest, I mean, this whole travel experience was different. But not worse. I thought in some ways it was better. Because you have to wear a mask from the moment you enter the airport until the moment you leave the airport. And I am okay with that, honestly. Because some of these people that you're around are coughing and hacking and sneezing. And they're just, 
nasty and they don't even try to be careful. And so I would be okay with continuing to wear a mask while you're traveling on a plane. Yeah, it was fine. And, and on one of the flights, they handed uh, a little packet of water, a snack, and a hand sanitizer as you entered the plane, which I thought was a great idea. Yeah, you that's know, a great idea. You know, don't just stop this drink service stuff. I mean, right. I always get a drink, but just because it's there and available, I think most people wouldn't don't really care about it anyway. Just give a snack on the way in the plane and yeah. be done with it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a great. I think they should keep that. Honestly, is continue doing away with the service. They probably save themselves a ton of money by doing that. Yeah. And or you know, for longer flights, do exactly what they did. They handed us a little bottle of water, um, like a little like a little cookie and a whatever you want to call it, a hand sanitizer in a plastic baggie that they handed to you as you're walking onto the plane. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was a good idea. So we thought some of these changes they should keep the other even thing after is we they, go back to normal. They tell people to remain seated as you're exiting the plane. Yeah. But, you know, a lot until of people don't until listen row, to that. But, you know, but I did feel like it was better than uh, what it normally yeah, I like is. That. Except for that one time the guy that was sniffling so much stood up and was standing right next to you. Yeah, I know. But when that happens, I just try not to breathe too much in that yeah, just, guy's just general direction. Breath. Yeah. But anyway, so, I mean, it was weird just because it wasn't the normal that we're used to. But honestly, I think some of the changes they should keep. I didn't think it was that weird, really. I mean, because everybody's pretty much used to wearing a mask anyway. So what yeah. difference does it make? And I felt like there, I mean, there were... There were a lot of people, probably not the normal, but there were actually more than I thought there would be when we traveled on the plane. So but The planes were pretty crowded, except for on the way back that, that plane, the first plane was was probably oh, only about seventy five percent of the yeah. seats. But it was a midweek flight, so I guess that's not that unusual. Well, and I felt like the they really packed us in on the way down to Tampa from Dallas, and yeah. which kind of shoots yourself in the foot as far as the social distancing thing. But on the other hand, I get it because they can't afford to fly half full planes. I mean, right? They've got fewer flights going. You know, try to keep them full. And man, on the on the way into Dallas, I counted thirty seven planes. Thirty seven planes just sitting there on the tarmac not being used. And that was just American Airlines. Well, there were some Spirit Airlines included in that too. But, but I mean but I mean that doesn't that doesn't account for the other airlines. There's no telling how many of their planes are grounded yeah, as well. If every, so. if every airport's got that many planes sitting there, there's a lot of planes just not right. earning money right now. Yeah, and that was so sad to see, honestly. I mean, just to see all those unused planes. I mean, that to me that was almost one of the saddest things I've seen since COVID started because it's just a physical proof that you know, our country has just basically come to a halt. And anyway, so, so it wasn't that bad to travel. Um, we were cautious. We took hand wipes and wiped down our seats and, um, you know, made sure, washed our hands, used hand sanitizer quite a bit. And I mean, which honestly you should do every single time you fly because hundreds of people touch what you're touching and that's just gross and that's how you get germs. And your seat might have had a service pony in it on the previous yeah, flight. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> what is up? By the side note, what is up with all of these people bringing their dogs everywhere? There were signs all over the beach, do not bring, dogs not allowed, and there were dogs everywhere. Well, on Sunday, there were quite a few dogs out there, but then on Monday, the police were there, and uh, 
they were actually s- driving people off the beach that had dogs, you know, tell them to get get out with the dog, which yeah. I'm I'm glad they're enforcing that I, because when I f- the f- on the first day when I went down to the beach, in the walkway right down there, there's a big pile of dog poop right in the walkway. Yeah, I know. It's like oh I great. I guess it's hard for me to understand because I'm not a dog person. Well, I'm not I'm not anti-dog. I'm just anti people that are responsible that aren't responsible with their animals. Yeah, just but if you're gonna have an animal, just take care of it properly. Yeah. But I feel like I mean to be fair, I feel like most people that have those animals probably do a pretty good job of cleaning up because I did see quite a few people cleaning up their dog poop and stuff so you know with their doggy bags yeah but then the during the week though Monday and Tuesday there there were just a few people with animals on the beach and I saw the uh the guy that was driving the little uh sand Mm -hmm. sand cleaner machine telling people to get away if, if they had a dog on the beach it wasn't allowed yeah, and they stood there and argued with them for quite a while because we were walking down the beach and we kept looking back and it's like, oh, they're still they're yeah, still they talking. Were, they were saying, well, the lifeguard up there said to go up to North Beach. And it's like, no, that's not allowed here. Yeah. Didn't you see the signs? Yeah. But I think that's indicative of people in general nowadays. You know, the rules don't apply to them. They apply to everybody else. I just feel like that's kind of the mentality of everybody nowadays, which is so sad. Why is that? I, I don't know. I don't know how we've gotten to this place, but... A couple of things, too, I wanted to mention as far as the hotel that I think that they should implement, like, everywhere. I really liked that we didn't have a key card. They had a keypad on the door that they gave us a code for, which was super convenient. They didn't have to worry about losing your card or, you know. You know, we've never done Airbnb, but that must be how they do it if, on those. Yeah, I guess. How else would, how yeah, else how else would, else would they, they do yeah. it, I guess. Which was what we wanted to do. We initially were trying to get an Airbnb booked for Bermuda. And then, of course, everything happened and we couldn't do it. But I loved that aspect of this. I think all hotel rooms should do that. That way you don't have to worry about losing your key card or making sure you have it before you leave the room. You just have a code you get in. And then the second thing I thought was fantastic and I absolutely loved it was we didn't we didn't see housekeeping once. They never came to our door. They never knocked on our door. They never asked us if we wanted anything. It was fantastic. So you didn't have to worry about being out of the room at a certain time period because housekeeping is going to come in. Right. They instructed us just to put our dirty towels in the laundry basket and set it outside the door if we needed towels right they gave us a laundry basket to use and we just we just put that in there outside the door and then after a while we'd look go outside or you know check and they had a laundry basket full of fresh towels and toilet paper and trash bags or whatever else we might need so I thought that was fantastic I loved it it was so relaxing because especially in our our situation where the weather was not ideal we spent a long time in our hotel room just relaxing or working or whatever and we just, we didn't have to worry about, oh gosh, they're going to be here in 30 minutes knocking on the door when we need to get out of their way, you know. So that was really nice and relaxing too. So I really liked that aspect of it. And I think more hotels should implement a policy like that so that, that you know, you can just, it's just, you don't have to worry about having to be out of someone's way at a certain time period. Yeah, on the way down there, the the hotel manager just texted us the code for the, for the gate in the door of our hotel yeah and and that was it because we arrived at eight o'clock at night and of course you know he doesn't want to stick around and wait for us so yeah he just texts you what we what we needed to get into the room and then we checked in with him the next morning yeah so it was it was 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 a seamless flawless process i loved it and the hotel room we had was basically a small apartment it really wasn't a hotel room it was 
it came equipped with even like the, like I said, a kitchen. So, I mean, we will definitely be using that facility again. It was Royal North Beach. It was, that was the name of the hotel we stayed at. And it was, it was really nice. It was good. We enjoyed it. It was nice. And it was a small facility, too. So, again, there weren't a lot of people running around. There weren't a lot of kids screaming up and down the hallways. Some loud people the first night at the pool. I'm not sure what was up with that. but Well, first of all, we got there on Saturday night. So, people were out partying, probably. Yeah. and But they, they did pretty good. I mean, they, they stopped about 11. So, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. The, the manager did re- remind me the next day that the pool closes at 11. Yeah. So, I don't know if he was, what he was referring to. but Well, I'm sure he's... Yeah, but to make anyway. sure that people weren't staying past 11. It, well, I think it was past 11, though, that those people were allowed out well, there. Well, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that was just the first night on a Saturday night. Right, so what do you expect? And there were a lot of people out Saturday night, too, as we drove through Clearwater to go to our hotel room, out walking around. It reminded it, me a little it, bit like like New Orleans or New Orleans. It actually reminded me of Las Vegas almost. Yeah. A yeah. cleaner, cleaner yeah, definitely. Las Vegas. There was a lot of people downtown. Yeah, there, there. were a, I lot, mean, a people lot of people walking around. So, and that was actually encouraging to see, quite honestly. Yeah, that was pretty so, nice. But anyway, so we just wanted to kind of share our experiences yeah. with this whole travel thing. Yeah, and on, thing. on a side note, uh, the days that we would have been in Bermuda, they actually had a Hurricane Paulette go through. Not only that, but I think Teddy, Hurricane then, Teddy's then, heading toward them as well. Uh, well, Teddy, I think, already passed by. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing that it was locked down. Because we would have been experiencing a hurricane. <laughs> On Bermuda, if we if our yeah. original plans. Yeah, we only we only had to endure a, a hurricane band. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but that's you know that's the the gamble you take when you travel this time period. So anyway, but anyway, we just wanted to share our experiences of traveling. If you were curious about what it's like right now traveling during this pandemic, and I don't know, it's good. Do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just be prepared for changes, and you know. Be cautious and don't be stupid about it. But, I mean, it's available. And, I, we, you know, there are people that need their jobs. And, you know, try to support them if you can. Right. And the pe- the people down there were just really just bending over backwards. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you, you know, the lady, amazing. I forgot my dental floss. We went to Walgreens and I, the lady practically ran over to the dental floss yeah. to show us the dental floss. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was very, very nice. So, yeah, it, it was great. And, and you know, coming from their perspective, I mean, in some ways it's kind of good because you don't, you appreciate what you have more in situations like this. Like, wow, I'm really glad I still have a job, you know, and that, that kind of makes you motivated to do a better job because you appreciate having a job. So in some ways, things like pandemics or situations like this, you know, make you pause and appreciate what you have even more. Because, I mean, we do all take for granted, you know, our health and our, you know, our livelihoods and things like that. So it's kind of nice to take a step back and just appreciate all that we've been given and all that we do. So anyway. All right. Well, I think we've probably talked enough. Uh, Thanks for listening. All right. See you next time. All right. We'll see you next time, guys.